May God speak to you through today's message from Senior Pastor Mike McGowan. Good morning. My name is uh, Mike McGowan. I'm the pastor here at Parkway Fellowship, and I want to welcome you to church today. And uh, today we are interrupting our current message series called Ghost Stories, which is about the Holy Spirit, because I want to bring you a special special message today about multi-site. Because now for those of you that are newer, I want let me catch up. <clears throat> this summer, I went on a three-month sabbatical. And the truth is, when I came back from that sabbatical, I missed a golden opportunity, something that I, I want to take advantage of now. Because see, while I was gone, our current staff did an incredible job of running this place without me. While I was gone, everything ran smoothly, our attendance stayed high, People even joined this church without ever even seeing me. Our staff would tell you that was an advantage. But, <clears throat> so anyway, would you join me in thanking them for the job that they did while I was gone this summer? They were amazing. They're amazing. And as you're walking around church, if you see some staff members, would you just, just take 20 seconds and thank them for the job that they've done, because the truth is God has assembled a dream team of people here at this church, and we have literally the most incredible staff I have ever seen here at this place. Um, <clears throat> there's only been a few times in the history of Parkway Fellowship that I'm as excited about what God's doing as I am right now. I was this excited when we, when God first called me to start Parkway Fellowship, then again, when we uh, had our very first worship service, when we opened the church, then again, when we opened this facility for the very first time, and I feel that same excitement even now, because the Lord is about to take Parkway Fellowship to a whole nother level. I mean, he is about to exponentially multiply his ability to use us to reach out to our community. And I'm telling you, the most exciting days for Parkway Fellowship are ahead of us. They're not behind us. I mean, God's got some incredible things in store. And the truth is, I've been in prayer about all this that I'm going to tell you about today for months. I've been praying about this for months, and I'm pumped that the Lord has finally given me the green light to tell you the things that he is about to do. And you might have already guessed by, you know, looking at your sermon notes that, yes, the Lord wants Parkway Fellowship to go multi-site. But what does multi-site mean? Go ahead and pull out your message notes if you haven't done so already. And let me give you just a quick definition of what multi-site is. Simply put, being multi-site means one church meeting in many locations. It's one church meeting in many locations. And I want to give you some specifics on what, how this works and what this looks like. So let's ask three key questions as God gives us more direction on multi-site. And the first one is this. How do we know that God's calling us to go to multi-site? How do we know? Well, <clears throat> the first is this. To say that 10% of our community must come to this location is arrogant. To say that 10% of our community must come to this location is arrogant. I want you to look at this passage in Mark chapter 16. 
This is after Jesus has already resurrected from the dead. And I want you to look what he says to his 11 disciples, because it's now 11 minus Judas. He says this, verse 14. Later, Jesus appeared to the 11 as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, go into all the world. I want you to underline that phrase. Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Jesus tells his disciples that it is their responsibility to go out into all the world. It's not the world's responsibility to come to them. Honestly, I think it's notable that Jesus rebuked them for their lack of faith because the truth is it takes faith to go out into the world and tell people about Jesus. And may God never rebuke us for a lack of faith of going out and telling people about Christ. May that never happen. Anyway, when I started Parkway Fellowship, it was with a vision from God, not, not like, a, like I saw something, but uh, you know, it was a vision from God, a, a calling from God to effectively touch the lives of 10% of our community every single week. And I explained the story behind that, that calling, that vision in our membership class, Class 101. So if you haven't taken that class, I'm telling you, you need to take it. it, it, it it's, it's amazing. But it became clear to me after I was doing research on my sabbatical that we are not going to be able to reach 10% of our community if everyone has to come to church at this location. See, all my research said that if a family has to consistently drive more than 15 minutes to go to church, especially if people in that family have to commute long distances to work during the week, that if they've got to come drive more than 15 minutes to church, that over time, they just won't do it. And the farther out you go, the less effective the church becomes at reaching people in that part of the community. You know, and and that just makes sense. But even more than that, to say that in order for them to hear about Jesus, that they have to come to us at this location... It's just arrogant. It's arrogant. Especially because Jesus tells us that we are supposed to go to them. That's what he asks us to do. So if we could start several Parkway Fellowship campuses and other areas of the community that are you know, more than 15 minutes from here, then that's us taking Christ to them. That is us going out into the world just like Jesus commands us to do. Now, here's the second reason we know that God's calling us to do this. Uh, Number two, multi-site has a significantly higher success rate than church planting. A significantly higher success rate than church planting. Did you know that 70% of all church plants fail in the first year? 70% fail in the first year. Now, a church plant is different than multi-site because a church plant is a church that has no ongoing relationship with the church that helped it get started. Okay, it's its own separate church. 
70% of those fail in the first year. And get this, of those that make it that first year, 70% of those fail in five years. And if you do the math, that is a 93% failure rate for church plants. 93%. And I can tell you why most of them fail. They fail first and foremost because they just simply don't have the financing to keep the thing going. Secondly, they fail because they don't have proven ministries that are effective to help run the church. And third, they do not have a proven leader at the top. Now, a multi-site location, a church when it goes multi-site, the success rate of a multi-site campus jumps to over 70%. Success rate of over 70%. That's amazing. And the reason that a multi-site succeeds is the same reason that church plants fail. They succeed because they have the financial backing of the campus that helped them get started, which our multi-site will have. They have proven ministries to help run the church, which our multi-site campus will have. They have a proven leader at the top. You know, two out of three ain't bad. So, you know, there's a reasonable chance of success here, okay? But look, when you compare, get this, when you compare a 93% failure rate to a over 70% success rate, it's pretty clear what the wise course of action is, isn't it? Yeah. Here's another thing. Multi-sites is better stewardship. It's just plain old better stewardship. Did you know that Parkway Fellowship already has a failed church plant? That's right. Back in 2004, we helped plant a church in a new community in California. We committed $40,000 to help that church plant get off the ground. Three years later, that church closed its doors. And what do we have to show for it? Now, that was a church plant. That not, was not a multi-site campus. So what we're about to do is different because we want to be careful. We want to be good stewards of the resources that God has entrusted us with. Multi-site also closely follows what Paul did in the early church. Multi-site closely follows what Paul did in the early church. Now, some people are inevitably going to say to me, you know, well, Pastor Mike, I mean, we just need to do what they did in the Bible. We need to plant churches just like Paul did. Okay. You know what? Let's look at what Paul did. Okay. Paul started new churches all over the Mediterranean world, in Rome, in Corinth, in Galatia, in Ephesus, Philippi, Colossae, and Thessalonica. And then... Because he couldn't be in more than one place at a time, he was still giving leadership to these churches by writing them letters about what they should do so that they could continue to grow and become strong Christ followers. And these letters were preached in those churches as sermons. And eventually, these letters were circulated between all of the churches so that all of the churches could all learn the same things. And those letters eventually became books of the Bible. You know them as 
Romans, 1 and 2 Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 and 2 Thessalonians. And multi-site actually follows the model of Paul very, very closely. But instead of you know, me writing my sermons as letters, as waiting for them to be dropped off and delivered, we can actually broadcast them by video to each campus because I can't be in more than one place at one time. And that way, if they're broadcast live, we can all be learning the same things all at the same time. I'll be honest with you, if Paul had the internet and the ability to live stream, I can almost guarantee you that he would have leveraged that technology for Christ. He absolutely would have done it. But the most important thing to consider is this. It's what the Lord has told us to do. That's the most important thing. It's what the Lord has told us to do. I'll be honest with you, I have been praying about this for months, asking the Lord if he wants us to go multi-site. Look, I mean, I know all the benefits. I know it's the wise course of action. I know it's got a good success rate, that it's good stewardship, that it follows the model that Paul set down in the New Testament. I mean, I know all that. But bottom line, I don't want to be a church that does something because it seems like a good move. I want to be the kind of church that does something because God says to move. And so one day when I was just having my just normal time alone with God, I was just reading in my Bible, just like I do every day, and I came to a passage in Deuteronomy chapter 12, beginning in verse 5, and as I read this, I want you to think, does this sound like God might be calling us to start a second campus? Think about that as I read this. Here it is, verse 5. But you are to seek the place the Lord your God will choose from among all your tribes to put his name there for his dwelling. To that place you must go. There bring your burnt offerings and sacrifices, your tithes and special gifts, that you have vowed to give, and your free will offerings, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks, there in the presence of the Lord your God, you and your families shall eat and shall rejoice in everything you have put your hand to, because the Lord your God has blessed you. And as soon as I finished reading that passage, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, now's the time. Go multi-site. I will lead you to the place, and I will bless you. Isn't that cool? Look, and here's, a, here's just a, a, an aside. That's why you need to read your Bible every day. Because you never know when God is going to lead you to a passage that is just going to blow you away, that is going to give you so much clarity, that is going to tell you what to do, that is going to be so instrumental in just changing the course of your life. But to get that from him, you have to be reading your Bible every day. So read it. It's amazing what he does when you do. Now, because the Lord is calling us to go multi-site, what does that look like? 
Well, I'm glad you asked, because that's the next question. What are the specifics? What are the specifics? Well, here's the first. The messages will be done by video. The messages are going to be done by video. Now, look, before you think, well, you know, I mean, for me, I just don't know that I could watch a sermon on TV. Okay, before you say that, let me tell you what it's going to look like. You know, first, the advantage of video is they can make me look so much taller. Okay, I mean, it's going to be great. Look, here's the deal. Here's, what, here's what's going to happen. First off, all the music is going to be live, okay? I mean, and it'll be the exact same music that we have here at this campus. The band will be live, and it, they're going to be first rate. The only thing that's going to be on video is the message, all right? And the messages are going to be streamed live right from this campus. So all of us will be hearing the same message at the same time, the same way from the Lord each and every week. Now, here's the deal. There's going to be two screens higher up just like this. And on those screens, there's going to be a, a, like a, a tighter shot of me or, you know, whoever's teaching for the day so that you can see clearly. But here's the cool thing. In the middle, there's going to be another screen that is going to be as wide and as tall as this stage here. And that screen will have a full shot of this stage. Because, you know, one of the things that makes Parkway Fellowship so cool is when we use stage props and stage decor and things that we do to really, you know, drive home the truth of the message. That's one of the things that makes Parkway Fellowship so unique when we do that kind of thing. So if you are there, it will look exactly like it is here. And this, and this summer when I was on my sabbatical, all I went to for three months were churches that were multi-site. So I never saw live preaching. I only saw it on video. And here's the thing, when it's done well and it's done right, it is just as effective as when it's you know, live. Because here's the deal. The power is in God's word. And God's word is just as powerful if it's spoken live or if it's on video. Because the power is not in the speaker, the power is in God's word being spoken, right? Okay. <clears throat> Next. The first campus is going to be located in Old Katy. First campus is going to be located in Old Katy. Now, look, here's how we came up with this. First, let me show you a map of the Katy area. And there's Parkway Fellowship down there where the star is. This is the map of the Katy area. And what we did was we plotted where all of our members and regular attenders live. This is where everybody lives. This is one pin for a household. This is where everybody lives. Now, we also understand that if someone lives more than 15 minutes, their opportunities to be involved here, it just becomes much more difficult, especially when it comes to Wednesday night activities and that kind of thing during the week. And so, um, sure enough, the farther and farther you get out on the map, the, you know, the fewer and fewer people come to this church. So what for, next what we did was we blacked out everything that was in a 15-minute drive of this campus. So we knew that... This outside area, that's where we needed to go ahead and put one of our multi-site campuses, and we'll need to do more. And so we found a place in Old Katy where we're going to put the first campus. And we, 
one of the most attractive things about this area is that we know, and we've already seen the sites for development, everything is about to start moving west on the north side of town because that's the only place left to go. And it's already been bought and already being drawn up by developers. So it's going to be a great, great area. Now look, although I'm the senior pastor at Parkway Fellowship, each of our campuses is going to need a campus pastor. So the campus pastor will be Pastor Adam. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Campus pastor is going to be Pastor Adam. So after interviewing and praying diligently about it, Pastor Adam's going to be the campus pastor at this new campus, and he's going to continue to be on our teaching team, and so he will still teach and speak, you know, occasionally. But he will be on site at the new campus, and there will be a staff there as well that will help with give leadership to kids ministry and to youth ministry and to small groups and to worship and all that kind of thing. Honestly, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Here's the next thing. All kids ministry, youth ministry, and small groups will look and feel like Parkway Fellowship. It'll look and feel like Parkway Fellowship. Everything at the new campus is going to feel like everything at this campus. The check-in process is going to be the same. The curriculum will be the same. The programming will be the same. The schedule will be the same. The donuts and the coffee will be the same. Right? Because that's, I know, that's a deal breaker right there, right? So it'll all be the same. The bulletins will be the same. Even the signage and the stage is going to look the same. Now, the location of the hallways and where the rooms are, that's going to be a little bit different because, you know, the facility is different. But everything else is going to look and feel the same. Why? Because it's Parkway Fellowship, baby. Right? Because it's one church. Meeting in different locations. That's the advantage of being multi-site. All right. Then the big question is, number three, what is the Lord asking me to do? What is the Lord asking me to do? What might he be asking you to do? Maybe several things. Maybe this first one. Join the launch team. Join the launch team. It's going to take people to make this new campus work. So perhaps the Lord is going to ask you to be a part of the launch team. Now look, we're hoping to launch this new campus on Sunday, February 9th. But if we're not ready, we will launch it on Easter, which is Sunday, April 20th. Now the truth is, February is the best date but it's gonna depend on how quickly that launch team comes together. And honestly, the bigger the launch team, the better. <clears throat> you know, I remember when we um, first started Parkway Fellowship 11 years ago. On that launch team, there were 30 adults and 17 kids. That's it. That's all there was, 30 adults and 17 kids. And if you were to ask any of those 30 adults what it was like to be on that launch team, they would tell you, first off, that it was a lot of work, but they'd also say that it was a lot of fun. Man, it was a lot of fun. Because when you're, you get to start something from the very beginning, you get to see God bless it from the ground up. 
You get to be a part of that. You get to really know people. And the truth is, you have a huge impact because if you don't do something, then that something doesn't get done because there's not anybody else to do it. I mean, that's just how it is. And there's, there's something great about being a part of something from the very beginning. And honestly, I'm telling you, I'm so glad that the Lord allowed me to be a part of that launch team 11 years ago. It's one of the greatest things I've ever been a part of. And I think that everybody else on that same launch team would tell you the same thing. See, being a part of a launch team will give you a chance to change lives. It'll give you a chance to reach people that would never make the drive to this campus. You will get to see people who have been far away from God for a long time. And you'll see the Lord turn their lives around Totally change their life. You'll see God change their kids, change their teenagers. And you'll see God change your kids and your teenagers too. Because when you're on a launch team, there are enormous opportunities for your kids and your teenagers to do some things, to be an integral part of building a church for God. And it's so incredibly meaningful as a family. I mean, it is a unique an extraordinary opportunity. So if you want to be a part of something from the ground up to be used by God from the very beginning, man, be a part of this launch team. Be a part of this launch team. Second thing that maybe you could do is this. Make a six-month commitment to help start the new site. Make a six-month commitment to help start the new site. You know, maybe you want to be a part of getting it started, but you don't think that you can stay with it long term. You know, maybe it's because you don't live over on that side of town. That's fine. Or maybe you, that's just not what God's calling you to do. Well, that's fine too. I mean, I, I don't know what the reason might be, but perhaps God is asking you to make just a six-month commitment to be a part of the launch team just to help this new site get off the ground. Honestly, that would be amazing and well worth it. Next, Maybe God wants you to just get more information to pray about it. He wants you to get more information. We're gonna have four informational meetings here in the worship center, okay? The first informational meeting is gonna be tonight from 6.30 to 7.30. I know you might have a small group tonight and you can either skip a small group and come or you can come to one of the other meetings because there'll be three more. The next one will be Wednesday, November 13th. That's this Wednesday of this week from 5.30 to 6.30, and then another meeting from 6.45 to 7.45. We picked those times because those are the times that we have youth and children's small groups here so your kids have something to do. And then the last meeting will be Sunday, November 24th from 6.30 to 7.30 here in this room. So look, if you already know that you're gonna be a part of the launch team, then come to one of these meetings. Or if you want more information so you can pray about it, come to one of these meetings. There will be childcare provided at each of these meetings. And honestly, if you have a teenager, you should bring them. They should come too. And we will give you all the information that you want. We'll give you a chance to ask as many questions as you want. But you need to come. Because here's the deal. That launch team will begin having meetings, planning meetings, right after Thanksgiving. Because... February's coming up quickly. So be a part of one of these informational meetings. And here's the last thing this morning. Get more committed here. Get more committed here. Look, here's the deal. If we send off 100, 200, 
300, 500 people to this next campus, that's going to leave some significant holes here at this campus that have to be filled by someone. You know, so if you've been coming and you've been sitting back and you've been dropping your kids off and just enjoying it, you know, hey, give me another donut. It's awesome. Look, that's fine. Like, I, honestly, I'm totally good with that. But here's the deal. It's time. It's time to rise up. It's time to rise up and do something great. It's time to rise up and be more committed, to be a part of what God's doing here. It's time to rise up and be involved. It's time to rise up and volunteer to be a part of the greeter team or to be an usher or to be a part of the worship team or the band or one of our tech teams or to volunteer to teach in the kids ministry or in the youth ministry or to lead a small group because there's gonna be some gaps that are gonna be left behind. It's also the time for you to get off the fence financially. Because look, not only do you need to be financially obedient to God by giving, but the truth is, your church is gonna need you to step up and fill in some of those gaps. God wants you to step up and grow from tipping him 10 to $20 a week to trusting him by giving him a percentage of your income. Now, the Bible commands that we're supposed to give God 10% of our income. And so it's time you started trusting God with yours. So rise up. Be great so that you can do something great. Be the kind of person that trusts God, not just with your lips, but with your actions. And I'm telling you, when you get to the end of the road, you'll be so glad you did because you can look back and say, you know what, God used me to do all of that. And so God wants you to be committed to him. Look, there's incredible days ahead for Parkway Fellowship. Our best days are in front of us. They're not behind us. And God wants you and I to become even more committed to him, no matter what campus you attend, whether it's this campus or another campus. And if we will just follow him, then he would use us to reach 10% of our community for Jesus. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take your connection card. I want you to look at the next steps that are on the back. And on the card and on your sermon notes, both places, I want you to check the next step or steps that you're willing to take today. Maybe it's this first one. Sign me up to be part of the launch team for this new campus. If you already know, man, I'm in. Then check that box. Make sure your contact information is on the front. And we'll contact you about it. Next, sign me up for a six-month commitment to be part of this launch team to get the new campus off the ground. If you already know, you know what, I'm in, but I'm only going to be in for six months. Or you know what, I'm going to start for six months, and then after that, I'll pray and see what God wants me to do. There's no commitment past that. It's fine. Totally good with that. We need people to make that six-month commitment. Or next, I will come to one of the informational meetings tonight, Wednesday, or Sunday, November 24th. No commitment at that point beyond just showing up to a meeting. And we'll let you get all your questions answered. We'll fill in all the gaps as much as we know at this stage, and it'll be great. So come to a meeting. I mean, I'm telling you, it's going to be fabulous. Next, 
contact me about serving in some capacity here at this campus. If you already know, you know what, I, I just don't feel like God's calling me or, you know, I just don't sense that, but you're ready to start actually getting more involved here, then check that so that we can contact you. And make sure your information's on the front of the card because we can't contact you if we don't have that. We'll contact you by email. We're not gonna start you know, calling you in the evening time and you know, we're not, we don't do that. We'll contact you by email and, and help, help you get started. Next, I will trust God by starting to give more to support his work no matter what campus I attend. Would you make that commitment? Next. I will memorize Mark 16, 15. Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Or this last one. I want to become a Christ follower for the first time in my life. Now, we haven't had a chance to talk about this yet this morning. And maybe this is something you've been thinking about for a while. But the truth is, you'll never trust God by helping build his church until you've trusted God by asking him to come into your life. And you do that by asking Jesus Christ to forgive you for everything that you've ever done and then pledging your life to following him from this day forward. That's what it means to become a Christ follower. There's a sample prayer at the bottom of your message notes on how to do that. I want you to look at that prayer. If you've never prayed that prayer or something like it, I want to give you a chance to do that right now. In fact, I want to give everybody in this room a chance to do business with God. So I want you to look at the next steps that you've taken and I want you to pray, and I want you to ask God to use them to change you and to help change the world. And if you're ready to become a Christ follower, this is your chance to pray that prayer. So I want everybody in the room right now, everybody, bow your head and close your eyes. And I want you to do business with God in these moments. Do that right now. Father, I want to say thank you for giving us an opportunity to be a part of what you're doing here in our area. That, Lord, you're giving us a chance to start something from the ground up. And those in this room that you're calling to do that, Lord, I ask that you'd make it very clear. There'd be no question. And they would be excited about what the future is. And, Lord, if you're calling people to stay here at this campus, God, that's, we need them here too. And Lord, I ask that you would use them in amazing ways to change lives, no matter what campus each of us attend. God, that you would use us for your glory to do something great with our lives. Something that we look back years from now, we would say every sacrifice is worth it because you've used us. And we wanna tell you, Lord, that we trust you. No matter where you guide and lead us, we will follow because you are God. And we are your people. Our trust is in you. And so I ask that you would bless this new campus in amazing ways. And I thank you that no matter what campus we attend, that our best days are in front of us and not behind us. And I ask you to do all of this in Jesus' magnificent name. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. 
For more information about Parkway Fellowship, find us online at parkwayfellowship.com or facebook.com slash parkwayfellowship. You can also download our mobile app for access to the most recent messages, video content, and much more. It is available both in the Apple App Store and Android's Google Play.